Cinema Obscura. Philadelphia's own Bradley Cooper may have thought he was falling into a typecasting as a rom-com pretty boy villain. Earlier in his career, there was Bending All the Rules, I Want to Marry Ryan Banks, Failure to Launch. He would go well beyond that, showing range and adding more to his credits, including a horror film from 2008. The Midnight Meat Train was based on a Clive Barker short story. It is the focus of this episode of Cinema Obscura. It has a hard R rating, to be sure. I'm Steve Nikhazy, and I'm joined by independent Philly filmmaker Andre Bennett. And Andre, you brought this film to my attention. I did, and I guess I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) I like it. I don't know. My feelings, I guess, are kind of complicated about it because on one hand, I don't think it's that bad. Midnight Meat Train is the English language debut of director Ryuhei Kitamura. He's a Japanese director best known for his debut Versus, which if you've never seen Versus, you should probably see Versus. And uh, the Godzilla Final Wars movie, which was the last Godzilla movie made in Japan for like 10 years. So Kitamura came to America with some big credits on his shoulder. So they gave him this movie. And I... I know that we kind of split on this one, which is why, which is why I have to apologize here. Well, but, uh, just to set it up, this is a, a dark, dark movie centering around a photographer, and he finds himself immersed in a in the world of a serial killer. Yes, it is very dark. It definitely earns its R rating. Uh, Bradley Cooper plays uh, Leon Kaufman, who is trying to break out of being a tabloid photographer and just become more of an artist and he's trying to kind of get into that world through a friend of his. And the big wig that he meets who is played by Brooke Shields and I've, I have no clue why she's in this movie <laughs> uh, to be honest. Uh, but she kind of points him in the direction of just kind of getting a mm-hmm. little more dangerous with his shots, with his subjects, following them and like, you know, he's trying to tell stories of New York City and she wants him to kind of stick with the subjects to the most logical or even past the most logical point. So he starts doing that, going out at night and uh, photographing people he finds interesting or situations he finds dangerous. And it leads him to this train and a woman who gets on the train and apparently doesn't get off. And uh, if you are put off by blood, uh, best to skip this one. This is not the bloodiest movie we've done on Cinema Obscura. It's not. Uh, I mean, we've done Society, which is yeah. <laughs> astoundingly gory. <laughs> this is this is very gory, but a lot of it is CGI. And as such, one of the things I didn't care so much for about this was when you have movies like Society where the practical effects really give it a texture – This one lacks that. When the killer mahogany hits someone with his meat hammer, the impact just seems almost cartoonish because it's not real. It's just – it's a computer effect. Yeah, a a notorious scene. Uh, Some might call it (laughs) eye-popping. And that uh, is actually – that is Ted Raimi in that scene, uh, the the mm -hmm. brother of uh, evil dead director Sam Raimi. You might remember Ted Raimi from the Xena show. He was Joxer and pretty much everything his brother has directed. Uh, he gets that one scene. where, <laughs> And there's also a scene where a guy gets shot in the back of the head and the bullet comes out through his eye. Yeah. But despite the gore, though, this is really well filmed. It is. And that Keaton Moore is a very stylish director. There's one fight scene towards the end where the camera whooshes in and out and around the train as Bradley Cooper – 
is fighting that is amazing is fighting the killer. Yeah, that's that's a really uh, well done effect. Uh, the fights were choreographed by uh, David Leitch, who went on to co-direct John Wick. And we got to talk about the man who played the killer, one Vinnie Jones. Indeed, yeah, that <laughs> Vinnie Jones he brings is, a lot of grit to that character. He does. Uh, all the grit in this movie comes from Vinnie Jones. He doesn't have any lines. You obviously, if you've you know, you, you probably know Vinnie Jones from Snatch or any number of films he's been in. But he is a really, he's legitimately a hard man. He was a former soccer star who, if you cross him. He will mess you up. I don't even want to like have Vinnie Jones see me in the daylight because I just like all the hairs on my body would stand on end and I would go pale as a ghost and it would just be bad. Sharp dresser though. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got the suits and everything. This movie though, it's weird because it went straight to video in America and with the assortment of talent in front of and behind the camera – that surprises me because you've got like a cast that's that's no slouch. Bradley Cooper right before his breakout in The Hangover. Brooke Shields, Leslie Bibb, and Vinnie Jones. How did this not hit theaters? Uh, Clive Barker says that there was studio politics that really uh, got in the way. Something going on that. behind yes. behind closed doors. Let's have let's set up this clip. Okay, so Bradley Cooper as he. His character Leon, as he uh, investigates this uh, this mysterious killer in the subway, he starts to unravel. He gets more obsessed. Uh, he's a vegetarian, but he starts eating meat and he starts having these weird dreams. So at this point in the film, uh, his girlfriend is worried about him because he's gone over the deep end and it's kind of bad. This is him. More of the butcher. That's where he works. Babe, uh, listen to me. I, I, I don't care if you eat meat. I eat it all the time. <laughs> But this thing with this butcher, shouldn't you be focusing on your work for the show? Oh, God. No. Remember what you told me? Uh, about how people are always missing for all sorts of reasons, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, but usually there's a reason. I've been thinking a lot about that lately. Look at this. These pins represent missing people for the last three years. Okay, not one of them has ever turned up. No letter home, no call for money, not even a corpse, nothing. They just vanished into thin air. Well, okay, so, so what do you think happened? Well, it's not chance. Somebody's abducting them. And they never find the bodies because he takes them here. He butchers them? Baby, I, 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 oh, my God, I, I, look I, at this. Listen to me, I'm sure... Look at this, look what I found. Gone, this is... So some guy was accused of yeah. kidnapping... Guy Maybe, it's a century ago. A guy who the same meatpacking plant. What are you saying? Are you saying that it's the same person? Is that what you're saying? Because I don't understand how that works. How does that work? No, how was he reincarnated no, or something? No, no, what, no, no I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but look, the point is, but it's happened before. I mean, it can't be a coincidence. That's Bradley Cooper and Leslie Bibb in the Midnight Meat Train. And Steve, I know that you weren't as big on this one as I was. Yeah, certainly, a, a lot of talent there. Did it really go direct to video in the U.S.? Because I know it did in other countries, but it didn't do very well here at all. No, it didn't. I, I think if it had a theatrical release, it was a very limited one. But as far as I know, it basically just kind of went straight to video. Yeah. Maybe too dark for some people, but uh, certainly the talent is there and the acting, I thought, was was top notch. Yeah. Bradley Cooper was definitely trying to stretch, doing a more demanding, emotionally taxing role. I don't necessarily know that I bought him in that scene and with all the conspiracy stuff because – at the time, he's still known for rom-com stuff and playing a comedic bad boy. So kind of the, the psychological torment he's going through. I don't know if he had the chops to really hit that button then. 
I don't know if you ever watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but there's an episode where the character Charlie starts to go through some sort of weird conspiracy theory about a man called Pepe Silvia. It's become a meme online, the Pepe Silvia scene from that. And for those of you who've seen that episode, then you probably know what I'm talking about when I say that Bradley Cooper starts to get to Pepe Silvia territory. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But the ending, though, is brutal. Yeah. Uh, strap in for that. No yes. question. Yeah. Interesting fact. Uh, in Silver Lining Playbook, mm-hmm. uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper, they walk by a movie theater and what's showing at that theater? Is the Midnight Meat Train. Yes. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, I if if you're interested in a movie with buckets of blood, real and otherwise, then you could do worse than to seek this out, I, I think. And this is one that is certainly obscure, so right yeah. up our alley. It's on Amazon, but only through certain services like Cinemax and Shudder. And I think you could still find it on DVD, but it's certainly one that kind of fell through the cracks. A lot of people slept on or didn't even know about it. All aboard the Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, Andre. Thank you, Steve. Cinema Obscura. And I'm Steve Nikhazy along with Andre Bennett. Cinema Obscura is recorded and produced in the KYW studios in Philadelphia. For more shows, check out the new Radio.com app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Thanks for listening. Life is like a box of chocolates. 